You're listening to the Vineyard Community Church Podcast. For more information, visit vccmountcomfort.org. First of all, yes, I am nervous, so just get that out of the way. Um, and if I, am I too loud? It sounds too loud. If I um, stop or go slow, talk slow, that's on purpose. Um, I have a tendency to disconnect and like I'll be talking, but I'm kind of outside of myself and I don't want to do that. I want to really try to stay connected. So don't worry if I like just stop mid-sentence and wait. Topic is waiting on God, so that will be appropriate anyway. Um, thank you to the worship team, Gloria, for picking the songs. Really did set the atmosphere perfectly. Um, so yeah, God has been working really on me. Um, this is not something I do well. I'm not talking about this from a place of being uh, an expert on it. I'm talking about it from a place of being really bad at it. Um, I do not do waiting well, and uh, but God has been like really working on it with me recently and like now is the time to really start uh, turning up the heat on that so um, I want to start with uh, Psalm 27 and um, uh, verse 14 says wait for the Lord be strong and let your heart take courage wait for the Lord and then in the passion translation it says here's what I've learned through it all Don't give up. Don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting, for he will never disappoint you. And uh, there's several things that jumped out at me when I read these translations. Um, One is courage. I don't know that we always think about Wait, uh, courage being connected with waiting, but um, like David, you know, he was um, obviously surrounded by his enemies, and um, he was waiting on on God for deliverance. And I think it, it took courage to to trust. It always takes courage to trust and to trust God, and we. We might think, well, what other option did David have? But I think he did have other options. Um, he could have, you know, sunk into depression or given up or, um, or tried to fight in his own strength. Um, I think that fear, for, for me, um, fear is like, when I think about my own lack of waiting on God, the, um, the main thing that drives me not waiting on God is fear. So um, I think that is a, a real root to not waiting on God. And sometimes it looks maybe like um, greed or pride or rebellion. I'm not saying that like those aren't uh, real issues but like I think that we can usually 
go back and see maybe a root of fear. Um, and within fear, there's lies, there's past hurts, deception. Um, if we think back to the garden, and, and this is something that uh, anybody who's been reading some of Putty's material, um, he's kind of helped us to like go back to Adam and Eve and see that way back then, um, they, were, they were deceived into thinking that, um, that God wasn't trustworthy, that he was holding out on them. And, um, and in that fear, um, they sinned and they, they disconnected from God. And that's, that's another word then that really jumped out at me is entwined. Um, be entwined as one with the Lord. And so waiting, waiting on God is not something that we do like separate from God. We don't like say, I'm going to wait on God. And then we step aside and, you know, call us when you got it fixed. It's uh, waiting is like in partnership with God. And um, it's, it's a very intimate, that word entwined to me is a very intimate word. And um, something that Chuck said really, I think uh, I, I was going to mention this too. You know, a lot of times, I know I say it a, a lot, I'll say, well, God's in control. God's in control. God's in control. And sometimes that can be like almost just a, an escape, like it's just something we say and then we, we just leave it and we think like we're not, we're not really, um, not really doing much with what we're dealing with. We're just kind of saying God's in control and then copping out or whatever. But I don't want to get into a big discussion on God's sovereignty. It's very complex. But um, I heard somebody speaking the other day, and he said, if God's in control, the world wouldn't look like it does now. And um, so, yes, God, God has uh, all power, and he's all sovereign. But like Chuck said, he gave us free will. If he, if he didn't give us free will, then he would not be loving. And... Um, so, and he gave us control. He, he gave us uh, dominion over the earth. And, and um, so it's a partnership that we're in control with him. And the world's in a mess because we haven't stayed connected to him. We haven't been, and you know, some people don't even know him, so that's part of it. But within, for our part, when, when we're not, staying connected with him when we're not waiting on him then um, then bad things happen um, so I wanted to talk about three areas that I think are oh the third thing was hope and um, I think it, it takes uh, courage to hope Rick and Rick and Chuck went to a, a speaker the other night and he was just talking about how um, it, it's risk, it, it is a risk to hope. And um, so I just I saw that in there. 
um, never lose hope. And so, um, so three areas where, where I think that we, ha- we, we can have trouble waiting on God. The first one is in our speech. And the Bible really has a lot to sp- say about our speech. Um, Proverbs and James um, are, are the two books that say the most, I think, about it. And um, in Proverbs 18.21, it says, Your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life, and the talkative person will reap the consequences. And um, yeah, so our, our words can, uh, can do really evil, or they can really encourage and give life. Um, in Proverbs 17.28, the Passion Translation says, when even a fool bites his tongue, he's considered wise. So shut your mouth when you are provoked. It will make you look smart. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty, pretty blunt. And uh, yeah, I really need to, you know, somehow tattoo that on my, on my heart, really. <laughs> um, James. Uh, in 119 says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. We all know that verse, um, but it is very hard to do when we're, um, again, I think fear is, is a lot of at the root of that. You know, we're uh, self-protection. We feel threatened by what somebody says or what somebody does, and we lash out. We say things that um, don't need to be said. We don't wait on God. And then James 3, 6, 10, 6 to 10, and the tongue is a fire. It can be compared to the sum total of wickedness and is the most dangerous part of our human body. It corrupts the entire body and is a hellish flame. It releases a fire that can burn throughout the course of human existence. It's a fickle, unrestrained evil that spews out words full of toxic poison. We use our tongue to praise God our Father and then turn around and curse a person who was made in his very image. Out of the same mouth, we pour out words of praise one minute and curses the next. My brothers and sisters, this should never be. That verse is just like so convicting. And uh, it, it really should break our heart every time we read it. I don't, I don't think there's anybody that doesn't um, struggle with this, with this issue. And, you know, some people more than others, but um, it is, you know, it, it is so difficult to control our tongue, uh, that, that desire to protect ourselves. And... Um, and uh, in so many different ways. And, and again, I, the enemy is such a part of that, bringing up past hurts, bringing, you know, lies and, and uh, deception. Um, <clears throat> there's, a, I have on my computer here, I have a sign and it says, uh, before you speak, before you hit send, ask, is it true, is it kind, is it necessary? And again, that's something I'd really like to, you know, have on my heart 
in, in my mind, you know, like just always before me, uh, because that's a just such a good uh, thing to ask before we before we speak. Um, and I think I think all we have to do is go to any social media site, Twitter, Facebook, any online news article. We can see right now that in our culture, this is totally out of control. I mean, it's insane. So this, no one is waiting on God. <laughs> it doesn't look like. Um, it's it's really it is a hellish flame. <clears throat> Um, a second area is relationships. And um, I'm thinking of this in terms of like our, our um, attempts to fix and control other people. Um, Pete Scazzaro, who did um, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality, he calls it overfunctioning. He says that like when we're trying to fix other people, um, we really are neglecting our own. The own, our own call that God has on us, and um, and sometimes it, you know, this this also I think can stem from fear, um, and and also sometimes it can just be a pure desire to help other people. But if we don't wait on God, um, and if we're not connected with Him, then uh, we usually end up doing more harm than good. And we, and we aren't like doing what we're really called to do. We get just preoccupied with, with the other person. Um, <clears throat> I've kind of noticed like with myself, if I have somebody that I'm kind of obsessing about and I'm really trying to fix or change or something, um, you know, I might try all different suggestions, read this book, you know, oh, have you heard this speaker, and, you know, all these different things, and it, it might not, you know, do anything. Then, you know, somebody comes along who has, like, is just really connected with God, and they might say one word, you know, and might not even know that they're, that they're, saying anything important and that person just like it opens their eyes they see the light and um, so I think that you know that's um, how how staying connected with God works and um, I don't have this one up there but Proverbs 25 11 says the right word spoken at the right time is as beautiful as gold apples in a silver bowl and you know, I think that happens by staying entwined with God, staying intimate with God and waiting on Him. And a third area is our thought life. Um, there's so many voices, even within the body of Christ. Um, there's just a wide spectrum of, of belief, interpretation, revelation. Um, and for myself, I can get like insane, like if I'm trying to figure it out, and it, especially if I'm in fear, if I'm, you know, af afraid that if I don't get it right, something bad's going to happen. Um, so, 
but waiting on God, you know, even as I start to make a conclusion, as I start to make a judgment when I hear something, um, if I stop and just say, I'm going to wait, I'm not, I'm not going to figure that out, I'm going to wait and sit with God, it's, it's amazing, like, he can bring transformation, he can bring deliverance, he can bring healing, he can bring revelation, you know, uh, there's so much he can do as we just trust him and wait on him. Um, Proverbs 10.21 says, The lovers of God feed many with their teachings, but the foolish ones starve themselves for lack of an understanding heart. When we wait on God, uh, we gain that understanding heart. And then, uh, just in closing, um, I, think, uh, I think a key is, is to grow in our sensitivity to what's driving us. And when we're... Um, Clay talked about this some the other night. Like, <clears throat> as we're um, seeing ourselves, like, being impulsive or wanting to, you know, speak or act or, um, you know, make a thought, figure out something. Um, try to figure out, like, what's driving us. Is it self-protection or, or even good things? It can be, like, the Great Commission. It can be, you know, wanting to save souls. It can be wanting to see people healed. It can be wanting to love. Um, all those things can, can be driving us, but all of them can be attempted without a connection to God. And, um, and I, I think the verse, uh, Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. It's like that is so, it's like that just brings you back. It brings you back into connection with God, and it like, for me, it just like takes that. Um, it, it's hard to. It, it's hard to um, not be connected to God when when I go to that song. It's hard. It's hard to, you know, uh, say that be in that psalm and, and not be connected to God. It, it kind of just brings a connection to God. Um, and then in the, I think it's the Passion Translation, surrender your anxiety, be silent, and stop your striving, and you will see that I am God. I am the God above all the nations, and I will be exalted throughout the whole earth. To, to me, that's just like, that, that pretty much says it all. <laughs> when you come down to it. So thank you. Hope it helped. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. To receive more audio content from The Vineyard, click the subscribe button in iTunes.